It's Philosophy Talk. What does the future hold for the field of philosophy? We asked three up-and-coming philosophers. Brian Weatherson from Cornell. One of the things I think will happen a lot is our conception of what is uh, philosophy will change. Elizabeth Harmon from NYU. Artificial intelligence, for example, just raises new questions. We're going to encounter beings that we're going to have to ask new questions about which things count morally. Sean Kelly from Princeton. In order to get really clear on the philosophical questions that we want to ask, we're going to have to take very seriously the empirical results that neuroscientists and psychologists are busy producing. The future of philosophy. The three rising stars in the field. Recorded in front of a room filled with philosophers in Portland, Oregon. Coming up on Philosophy Talk, after the news. Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm John Perry. And I'm Ken Taylor. Today we've taken Philosophy Talk on the road again. We're in Portland, Oregon, recording the program in front of a live audience. A tough audience. An audience of professional academic philosophers at the 80th annual meeting of the American Philosophical Association, the Pacific Division. Okay, philosophers, let's hear it for Aristotle. Our conversations start, as always, at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus, and from that oasis of thought, they migrate to this oasis of the air, and from there to our blog, theblog.philosophytalk.org. Go check it out. Today's program is made possible by our friends at Oregon Public Broadcasting, who have been supporting philosophy on the radio since we first started. Today we're going to talk about the future of philosophy. The future of philosophy. And, you know, I don't have a crystal ball. I can't really see into the future. Maybe our guests can. But I have a, I have a, I have a thought experiment. Maybe we could uh, do this by induction. Maybe if we consider the past and how philosophy changed over the course of its history, we could figure out how it's going to change in the future. What do you think? Well, I think that's a great idea. But I must say, if you do ever have a crystal ball for more than four hours, you should see your physician. <laughs> Let's try. Let's try the induction. Let's try the induction. Look, in the 16th and 17th century, philosophy made a turn. Let's call it the, the philosophy got gripped with the idea idea. Everybody thought the key to understanding knowledge, what there is, what we ought to do, is to understand ideas and their nature and how they glommed onto reality. And, and where did that go? Well, after a couple centuries of that, for a while, everybody was convinced the world was nothing but ideas, but they finally came to the sensible conclusion, ideas are damn complicated, and ideas bring more philosophy problems, and they don't solve any of them. And uh, Right. So the, in the 20th century, there was a rejection of idealism, which had been dominant in the 19th century, and... Uh, and there was this thing called the linguistic turn. Instead of thinking about ideas, let's think about language, you know? What is but, well, it was kind of the linguistic detour, basically. Language was supposed to solve, resolve, or dissolve all philosophical problems. Well, language is fascinating, but it turns out to give us more philosophical problems than we had in the first place. But now, I think this is good. I think philosophy is a growth industry. We've got all the problems that Descartes had, all the problems that Hegel had, all the problems that Frege had, and now we've got a whole crop of new problems, <laughs> and we haven't gotten rid of any of the old ones. It's going to be a great century coming yeah, well, up. Well, you know, it, you do have to say, after the, after the linguistic turn came the naturalistic turn and all kinds of other turns, but we did understand language better after the end of all this, even though we weren't convinced it was the solution to all philosophical problems. 
problems. We did understand it. So here's my inductive hypothesis. The 21st century will say, oh, you know what? In the 20th century, they made all these mistakes, and now we see beyond them, and they'll reject our turns and come up with new turns of their own. And I'll say the key to the whole thing is X, but I wonder what X will <laughs> yeah. turn out to well, have been. You know what, though? Before we uh, get in, dig into the future of philosophy, let's sum up the past of philosophy. And I know of only one person who can do that in short compass. That's our fast-talking 60-second philosopher, Ian Scholes. Ian Scholes, there may in fact be a hippopotamus in this room. The arrow will never reach the target. You can't step into the same river twice. The unexamined life is not worth living. If there are no absolutes, the particulars have no meaning. You cannot conceive the many without the one. Behold, human beings living in an underground den, like ourselves, they see only their own shadows or the shadows of one another, which the fire throws on the opposite wall of the cave. Necessity is the mother of invention. Nature does nothing uselessly. A whole is that which has beginning, middle, and end. Universes change. Life is an opinion. Love and do what you like. Good can exist without evil, whereas evil cannot exist without good. Perfection of moral virtue does not wholly take away the passions, but regulates them. God is that than which nothing greater can be thought. One should not increase beyond what is necessary the number of entities required to explain anything. Life is brutish, nasty, and short. Do not weep. Do not wax indignant. Understand. There is no hope unmingled with fear, and no fear unmingled with hope. Cogito ergo sum, the ghost and the machine. This is the best of all possible worlds. To be is to be perceived. The greatest good for the greatest number. If all mankind minus one were of one opinion, mankind would be no more justified in silencing that one person than he, if he had the power, would be justified in silencing mankind. All wealth is the product of labor. Nothing is more surprising than the easiness with which the many are governed by the few. Tabula rasa. The supposition that the future resembles the past is not founded on arguments, but is derived entirely from habit. Every individual neither intends to promote the public interest nor knows how much he is promoting it. He intends only his own gain, and he is in this led by an invisible hand to promote an end which was no part of his intention. Thesis, antithesis, synthesis. All our knowledge begins with the senses, proceeds then to the understanding, and ends with reason. There is nothing higher than reason. From each according to his abilities, to each according to his needs. The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. If you gaze for long into an abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. Those who do not remember the past are condemned to repeat it. Philosophy is possible as a rigorous science at all, only through pure phenomenology. The point of philosophy is to start with something so simple as to not seem worth stating, and end with something so paradoxical that no one will believe it. How do you know there's not a hippopotamus in this room? Before considering the question, what should we do, we ponder this. How must we think? The banality of evil. Hell is other people. We are condemned to be free. Life has become the ideology of its own absence. Normality is death. The mediated concept of truth is that it first admits there is no such thing as absolute pure truth. The new is not a fashion. It is a value. If the highest things are unknowable, then the highest virtue of man cannot be theoretical wisdom. No paradigm ever solves all the problems it defines. In its function, the power to punish is not essentially different from that of curing or educating. To pretend, I actually do the thing. I have therefore only pretended to pretend. Is there a hippopotamus in this room, or are you just glad to see me? I gotta go. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music, or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.